Shalom to all. Today's office is getting davches. We are starting the fifth line with the words of Nachum Bar Yitzchak Amar. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka Basar Meir Zev, Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah. Now we had a seeming steer between two brises. One had said that a get written on a boat is like it was written in Eretz Yisrael, and the other one said it's like it was written in Chutz Laaretz. So I think Mars says of Nachum Yitzchak Amar, Benharas Eretz Yisrael Koliyamu Loipligi. When we're talking about a boat on a river, which is in Eretz Yisrael, no one argues, and everyone agrees. That's considered like the get was written in Eretz Yisrael. El Kipligi, what's the argument? Biyam Hagadol. We're talking about a boat that's in the Yam Hagadol, which is the Mediterranean. The time you have a brisa, Ezehu Aretz veEzehu Chutzla Aretz. What's considered Eretz Yisrael and what's considered Chutzla Aretz? Now this brisa refers to a pasuk that describes the north and southwestern borders of Eretz Yisrael. Now since the entire west side of Eretz Yisrael is the Mediterranean, we need to know how much of the sea is part of Eretz Yisrael. And the pasuk begins with the northwestern border, which is measured from Har Har, or as the brisa is going to call it, Ture Amnon the mountains of Amnon. So the Brasa tells us, anything from the area of the mountain that slopes from the top and inwards, meaning south, Eretz Yisrael, that's considered Eretz Yisrael. Mituri Amnon Vilchot, but anything from the mountains of Amnon and outside, meaning north, Chutz Laaretz, that's considered Chutz Laaretz. Now, Anis and Shebayam, what about the islands in the sea? There are islands in the sea west of Eretz Yisrael, so are those considered Eretz Yisrael or not? So the Tanakhama of the Brasa tells us, We view it as if there's a cord stretched over them from these mountains of Amnon, again, which is north, all the way until Nacham which is the southwestern tip of Eretz Yisrael, from this cord towards the inside, meaning towards the east, is considered Eretz Yisrael, but from this cord towards the west, towards the left, outside, that's considered Chutz Laaretz. So let's just pause over here to try to get a better picture, and obviously a real picture would be preferred over here, but for now, let's suffice with looking at the layout of Rashi on this daf. So Rashi is Eretz Yisrael, and the Gemara is the water, and you could see that the top and bottom of Rashi, which is the north and southwestern borders, jut out. And what the Tanakham just told us is that if a Chut, a cord is stretched in between these two points, it goes over the water, meaning that the part of the water east of the cord is considered Eretz Yisrael, and therefore any islands over there are considered Eretz Yisrael, and if something grows on them, they're Chayv and Maestras and Shemitah, whereas anything west is considered Chutz Laaretz. Back to the Brisa, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda argues, and he says, Kol Yisrael, any part of the water which is opposite Eretz Yisrael is considered like Eretz Yisrael, meaning territorial waters of Eretz Yisrael extend all the way out into the Mediterranean until we actually reach the Atlantic Ocean. Now, how do we know this is Rabbi Yehuda? Shanaim, because the Pasuk says, Gvul Yom, and the western border of Eretz Yisrael is the following, Vahayalachem Hayam Hagadol, it shall be for you the Great Sea, again referring to the Mediterranean, Ugvul, and that's the border, Zayyalachem Gvul Yam, that shall be for you the western border. Now, the way Rabbi Yehuda understands this Pasuk is that since we have this extra word, Ugvul, so that's telling us that the border of Eretz Yisrael extends not only just a little bit into the water, but extends all the way out throughout the entirety of the water all the way up until the Atlantic Ocean. Now, Vanis and Shabbat Zdadin, what about the islands that are on the sides, meaning slightly north and slightly south of the border of Eretz Yisrael? We view them as if there's a cord stretched out over them, from Kapluria, which is in the north of Eretz Yisrael. That cord is stretched all the way until the Atlantic Ocean, and from Nachal Mitzrayim, which is on the southwestern border of Eretz Yisrael, there's a cord stretched all the way to the Atlantic Ocean, anything in between these 
these two chords is considered Eretz Yisrael, and Menachot Velachot, anything outside these two chords, Chutz La'aretz is considered Chutz La'aretz. So just to explain this again, keeping with our example of Rashi being Eretz Yisrael and the Gemara being the water, according to Rabbi Yehuda, a line is drawn from the north all the way due west until it reaches Atlantic Ocean, same for the south, and any island between these two is Eretz Yisrael. So now that we have this Machlech as Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda, how to measure the border of Eretz Yisrael when we were dealing with the water, so we can go back to the two Brises. The Brises tells us that a get that's written on a boat is considered like it was written in Eretz Yisrael, as referring to one written on a boat in the Mediterranean, according to Rabbi Yehuda's explanation, that the entire Mediterranean is Eretz Yisrael, whereas the other Brisa is referring to Shitas Tanakama, and that refers to a get written on a boat in the Mediterranean west of this line stretched from north to south. Now we just explain the Shitas Tanakama, Vrabanon, which is the Shita of the Tanakama, Hai Ugvul, my Avdilei, what do they do with this word Ugvul? Remember we had said that according to Rabbi Yehuda, this extra word Ugvul in the Pasuk meant that the border of Eretz Yisrael extends all the way until the Atlantic Ocean. So what does the Tanakama do with that word? The answer is, Lenisin. The Tanakama needs it to tell us that the Nisan, the islands that are within his cord that was stretched from north to south, are considered to be part of Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Yehuda, Nisan According to Rabbi Yehuda, we don't need a Pasuk to say that islands that are found in the water between these two imaginary cords are considered Eretz Yisrael. If they're located in the territorial waters of Eretz Yisrael, so obviously they're considered Eretz Yisrael. And we had said the Mishra, Rabbi Yehuda, Aka Eretz Yisrael, Vachulu, that Aka is like Eretz Yisrael, forgetting. Now the Gemara tells us, Baomi name Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, they ask Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, Hamaycher Avdei Lesuria, Kamaycher Bachutz Laaretz Dami, Oiloi. If someone sells his Eved to someone in Surya, is that like he sold his Eved to Chutz Laaretz or not? Now what exactly is the discussion over here? So Surya is an area north of Eretz Yisrael, often discussed throughout Mishnayis and Gemara due to its unique status. It wasn't conquered by Am Yisrael when they came to Eretz Yisrael with Yeshua after Yitzhak Mitzrayim. However, David Melch conquered it and annexed it to Eretz Yisrael in order to expand the borders. And we're going to see that in some ways it's like Eretz Yisrael and in others like Chutz Laaretz. Now what's the discussion over here? So one is not allowed to sell their non-Jewish slave outside Eretz Yisrael. And that's because even a non-Jewish slave is Chayv and Mitzvahs, and one isn't allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. And if a slave is sold outside Eretz Yisrael, he has to be let free. So the question is, if a slave is sold to Surya, is that considered like being sold to Chutz Laaretz and now the slave gets let free or not? So Amalui told him to Nisui. We learned it in our Mishnah. Rav Meir, Rav Meir says, Ake Eretz Yisrael Legitin. Ake is like Eretz Yisrael when it comes to Gitin. What do we learn from here? Legitin in Lavadim Loi. Only in regards to Gitin, it's considered like Eretz Yisrael that Befanachem does not need to be said if it was written in Akai. But in terms of Avadim, that doesn't apply. That means that if an Evid is sold in Akai, he has to be let free. Shekane Surya, for sure, when we're dealing with Surya, the Merach Ketuvah, which is much further than Akai, of course, that's considered like it's being sold in Chutz Laaretz, and that Evid would have to be let free. And we continue talking about this. Tanar we have a Braise, There's three ways that Surya is like Eretz Yisrael, and three ways that's like Chutz Laaretz. And Simen, what's the Simen for that? Ayin Beis, Beis Reish, and Reish Kof. So here are the ways that it's considered like Chutz Laaretz. Afara Tamik Chutz Laaretz, the dirt or the land of Surya is considered like Chutz Laaretz, and it's Metami person that goes in. If a person sells her Evid to Surya, it's like he's selling it to Chutz Laaretz, and maybe get Misurya, maybe Chutz Laaretz, if a person brings a get from Surya, it's like he's bringing it from Chutz Laaretz, and Befayin Nechtam, Befayin Nechtam needs to be said. Now, B'Shalashel Eretz Yisrael, here's the three ways that Surya is similar to Eretz Yisrael. Chayevus B'Maisur B'Shvi is Ka'Eretz Yisrael. Anything that grows in Surya is Chayev B'Maisur and like Shemitah, like Eretz Yisrael. Vahorat to the Kondus Lobet Tahara, Nechnaz, and someone who wants to go into Surya and remain Tahar, he could do so. If someone buys a field in Surya, it's as if he's buying it in the Parvarium of Yerushalayim, which is like the outlying areas or the suburbs of Yerushalayim. So now we explain. Why is it that something growing in Surya is going to be Chayav and Maestro and Shemitah like it grew in Eretz Yisrael? That's because Kasavar, the Tanah of the Brisa holds, Kibosh Yachid Shmei Kibosh, that something conquered by an individual and in next Eretz Yisrael is considered like it was properly conquered.
conquered. So as we just said, David HaMelech was the one that conquered Surya and annexed Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't conquered by the entirety of Am Yisrael, like in the days of Yeshua, when they conquered Eretz Yisrael in order to be divided up among the Shvatim. David HaMelech went on a conquest, a kibush. He was a yachid. He was an individual. He just wanted to expand the borders of Eretz Yisrael, but it wasn't divided up among the Shvatim. So there's a Ma'ad that's not considered part of Eretz Yisrael. However, this Ma'ad holds that that is considered a proper kibush. It's considered a proper conquering of Eretz Yisrael, and therefore it has a din of Eretz Yisrael. We continue. I write to the the Bryce had said that if a person wants to go into Surya and remain Tar, he could do so. But here's the question: Well, Amrit, you had just said previously in the Bryce, Afar that the land of Surya is considered Tame, just like the rest of Chutzl Aretz. So how is that possible? The Gemara answers: Bishid Tevu Migdal. We're talking about going in in a carriage, a box, or a closet. The time you have a Bryce, If someone goes into Eretz Amim, which means he goes into Chutzl Aretz and he's inside a carriage, box, or closet, Rebbe Metamer Rebbe Yisro Rebbe Yehuda Metahir. Rebbe says he's considered Tame, even though he's in a box, whereas Rebbe Yisro Rebbe Yehuda says that he's Tahar. And now we continue. Even Rebbe, who's Machmer in this case, he's only Metame because we're talking about a person going into Eretz Amim. He's going into proper Chutz Laaretz. The Gazral Gusha Alavira, because the Xera that a person who goes into Chutz Laaretz is Tame is both on the Gush, on the land itself, and even on the airspace. So even though this person didn't actually touch the land of Chutz Laaretz, he went in in a box or in a carriage. He still is going to be Tame. Aval Surya, but when we're talking about Surya, Al Gusha Gazru Alavira Le Gazru, they were only Gazer on the land itself, but not on the airspace. And if a person is carried into Surya in a carriage, box, or closet, so since they're only in the airspace and they didn't actually touch the ground, they're not going to be Tomei. And lastly, we had said, if someone buys a field in Surya, it's as if he bought it in the outlying areas in the suburbs of Yerushalayim. So, the Gemara asks in regards to what halacha is that relevant. Amrav Sheshah's answer is, Lemer means to say, they were allowed to write a shtar regarding this sale even on Shabbos. The Gemara asks, you think that a person's allowed to write a shtar on Shabbos because he's buying a field in one of the outlying areas of Yerushalayim? So the Gemara answers, no, it's because Amar Rav, it's like what Rav said, that he could tell a guy to write a star for him for the sale on Shabbos. Hachanam Soto over here, when we're talking about buying a field in Surya, he could tell a non-Jew to write that star on Shabbos, and this can be done in such a manner. Now, even though we know that telling a guy to do a malach on Shabbos is an Isra Drabanon, you can't just tell a guy to do a malach for you on Shabbos. In order to be able to settle Eretz Yisrael, the Rabbanon weren't geyser. Now, just to explain this, we want Eretz Yisrael to be owned and inhabited by Yidin. So if there's a guy in Eretz Yisrael who's willing to sell his land to a Yid, that's of such importance that a Yid is even allowed to have a document written regarding the sale on Shabbos. So let's say this Yid got into the discussion with a guy about buying his land, Erev Shabbos, and as they were in the process of finalizing the sale, it already became Shabbos. It's so important for the Yid to buy the land from the guy, he's allowed to tell the guy, please write this star right now, even though it's Shabbos, in order so that this land could belong to the Yid. And what we're saying in the Bryce is that this goes for Surya as well. Another Gemara tells us, Tanar Bano, we have a Brysa. Eved Shevigitoi, an Eved that brought his get. Now, what does that mean he brought his get? That means he brought a Shtar Shechrur. It's a document saying that he's freed. So he brought his own get Shechrur, because of Bai, and it was written on it, Atzmacha Unechasai Kanuyan Lecha, yourself and all of my property is Kanu to you. He's kind of himself, which means he goes free, but he doesn't acquire his master's property. In other words, an Evan walks into Bezin and he's holding a document from his master that says, I, your master, am giving you yourself and all of my property. What this Brasa just told us is that he has an amonus in regards to himself. We say that we believe that you yourself were freed, so you can go, but in terms of acquiring all of your master's property, we can't believe you. So we say that in regards to himself, we believe him. And why is that? Because we see in the next Mishnah that when he brings his get of his, 
says he has to say so we give him a certain nemanis to believe him in regards to that but in regards to the part of the document that says that he gets to acquire all of his master's property we don't believe him because for this we need regular kiyom shtaras we need to have just a proper kiyom of the shtar and we can't use this kula of just him saying but now the Gemara says they asked the following question let's say that what was written on the shtar were these words all of my property is kanu to you. How do we look at it? Do we say that included in all of the master's nechasim is the Evid? So the Evid not only gets to go free, but he also gets the master's property. Or do we say palgina dibura, that we split his dibur, we split this, and we look at it as two separate statements, and therefore the Evid would go free, but he doesn't get the nechasim. So Amr Abayi Abayi tells us, atzmai Since he's kind of himself, so he's also kind of the nechasim. But now Amr Rava, Rava told Abayi, We understand that he could be kind of himself, meaning he could go free, just like get Isha, meaning he could say on the fact that he gets to go free. He shouldn't be able to be kind of the Nechasim because that's just like regular Kim Shtaris as we explained. He can't acquire his master's property unless there's a proper Kim on the Shtar. So how could you Abai say that he's kind of his master's property? So Hadar Abai, Abai backtracked and he said, You're right, since he's not kind of the Nechasim, he's not kind of himself. But then Amr Rav Rav told him, I understand He's not going to be kind of the nechasim because we need to have a proper kim shtaris. El likni, he should at least be kind of himself. get isha, just like get isha. So El Amarava, rather Rava said as follows: It doesn't make a difference what's written in the shtar. It could be that there was two separate statements written in the shtar. Or it could be that there was just one statement. Either which way, the Evid is only kind of himself, which means the Evid goes free, but he's not kind of his master's nechasim. Now we're going to stop right here for today, but tomorrow we're going to pick up with a question on Rav Shita. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.